Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Sarah Michelle Galleroff, Buffy the Welcome to We Stand Together, an academic pop culture symposium. Mm-hmm. Smart people, dumb topics. We are the professors of pop culture. I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. I'm Lauren Brickman. She is. And yeah, yeah, I really am. I know every week it's a startling discovery that I'm <laughs> still well, here. Well, self-identity is, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One day, like what would happen though if one day I logged in? to whatever platform we record on, you know, in the year 2032. And I'm like, I'm finally someone different. That well, you've be been so building exciting. up to that for like three years. So we at this point wouldn't be too surprised. You know what? We're not here to talk about Lauren's d- identity crises. Uh, mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. here to talk about standing. Lauren, what mm-hmm. is standing? You know, it's being an obsessive fan of something. You know, it's oh, being... Yeah totally tunnel vision focused about something usually in pop culture though you never know it can it can be all sorts of things such as caitlin do you want to address the elephant in the virtual room we're in okay Okay. my standing this week is we'll we'll we'll, we'll see if it's going to end up being a stand but it's certainly Mm -hmm. something i did and it okay. is obsessive and weird, which is okay. I did do the vampire facial, folks. I did it today. <sighs> I'm having a little bit of a Samantha after the chemical peel look. Uh, I'm in a low lit room so that uh, my co-host and guests can't see it that well. But trust me, I do look like I've been in some sort of tumble <laughs> if you were to see me in person. You know, it's interesting. This is something I paid for and chose to do as an adult. Uh, we'll see in the future if I like the results, but it, it, it's it's been a fun story. Can you quickly, for anyone that doesn't know what vampire facials are, just like a 10 second explanation of what you did with your body today? Well, the fundamental thing is micro needling. And mm-hmm. micro needling mm-hmm. is when they run a tiny needle all over your no. face. And just so you know, I was told to treat my face like an open wound because it is. Ew. So, Ew. and it's like you beat your face up so that it has to regenerate. So, so gross. The good news is to all the listeners, you can sell me on anything. Um, slide into my DMs with any of your MLMs or uh, scams, and I'll probably fall for it. I can't. That's so gross. Well, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I have not done anything quite as unhinged as you this week. And that's a fun trade. Yeah. It's a fun reversal of roles. It, it's fun when we swap places. Uh, this week, I'm just I'm just standing a song, really. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's, what yeah. is it? 
Well, I have not been able to stop listening to the song King by Florence and the Machine since the wow. day the new album dropped. She's tearing it up. People are loving her stuff. This song King feels like it was written for the story of my life. It feels like my theme <laughs> song. I love it. I can't stop listening to it. And I probably will end up getting a tattoo that says, uh, I'm not a mother. I'm not a bride. I am king on my body somewhere. I love that. It just, it, yeah. I can't stop. I'm deeply unwell. And Florence, I love you. That's all I have to say. Florence I think anyone, is a known listener. And I think anybody who went to theater school is probably <laughs> weeping openly in public places listening to this song. And if you don't know, you never will. And if you know, you can slide into our DMs and I'll talk to you anytime about those yes. traumas. And you can sell me, you know, yeah. on any uh, yeah, beauty slide, in, slide into the We Stand DMs and you can sell Caitlyn shit and I'll just stay up all night crying with you. Like, that's what we have to offer the world. Exactly. And it, that's that, that's so much, honestly. <laughs> but we can't do it but alone. Our guest today, our guest today <laughs> offers the world so much more. Oh, yes, absolutely. We are so excited to have senior TV features editor at Variety and the co-host of Reality Rundown, Emily Longaretta. Hello. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. What a great oh. intro you guys just did. I'm so, I'm, I want to get this facial, to be honest. I've been wanting this for a long time. So now oh, I'm going to no. wait and see how you like it. Yes, and then I'll go exactly. Prepare. Exactly. We'll DM in like Whoa. three weeks. We'll see. <laughs> Oh, it was literally earlier today. So I look unhinged. I might take a picture. No. Okay, good. Because they do put numbing all over your face. So it, right. no, it's not. I can't. Yeah, real, no, no threshold for pain whatsoever. So no. <laughs> that's there a wasn't, good sign. But, there wasn't okay. any, I, despite how it looks. Though there was an option to put like pinpricks on the side of my eyes and then put PRP down. And I didn't do it, guys. I said, wow. maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> you convince me of that later. I was huh. like, I'm halfway there, but I'm a little scared already. So no. <laughs> huh. Oh my gosh. Fascinating. But Fascinating. I mean, I'll, I'll look like a real housewife in, 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 by the end of 2022. I think we, we all saw that on we my all, vision board. We all saw but it coming. We're here to talk about real art today, mm -hmm, concluding mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We Stand Together's WB Madness series with mm -hmm. the crown jewel of them all, uh, Dawson's Creek. It really is the crown jewel. It is the Thank top. Thank you. It is. The, it's the pinnacle. It's everything. It is to. It is the measuring stick by which I measure all other pieces of television. And right. honestly, humans, because right. the all the best ones were on Dawson's Creek. Well, and I, I'm curious what you guys think if, if there's like, when, you, when you're when you dating someone or you're friends with someone, if they're like not a fan of Dawson's Creek, for me, that's like a red flag. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's we can, interesting. This is out. actually, wow, actually. Wow. I, is this ripped for the headlines for you? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 a question I haven't thought to ask. And I think, I, yeah, I need to start asking. I need to ask. Mm -hmm. I need to find out. Yeah. Wow. Right. It came up recently and I recently rewatched the pilot with someone who had never seen it. And I was like, you know what, we'll watch the pilot. And he said, yeah. you know, I've been, I've been thinking about watching it. So I want to, you know, he's a big TV person. So he's like, you know, I feel like it's like something I need to watch. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it was an awful pilot. And I was like, <gasps> mm. so then you blocked his number, called the police, <laughs> have a restraining order filed, I have to assume. <laughs> he's a great wow. guy i was like there was no red flags until now 
<laughs> I I do have one a friend of the show, my college roommate Carrie, her husband Steve, he trolls me harder than anyone else I've ever met. And not because he doesn't like Dawson's Creek, but he specifically thinks Pacey sucks. And they did a rewatch and oh. he the way he's so lucky that we chose to finally do a Dawson's Creek episode when their new baby was just born. So I can't like drag him for filth the way I want to because <laughs> right. it just seems it's of human life. Of course. Normal. I just it's not it's not Emmy's fault that her dad is <sighs> such a terrorist but anyways yeah no you bring up a great question i yeah no dawson's creek is important it's art it's the epitome but we always like to put our listeners at ease by letting them know that like we have the credentials to really be talking about whatever topic so you know caitlin and i i think we've been both we both watched it from day one but i want to say i also not to brag but one time as an adult woman i was alone at alice's teacup because sometimes you just need a little bit of magic in your day and i was treating myself to a cupcake and katie holmes was there and she was ordering cupcakes for her child and her child's many friends and (laughs) um was taking quite a lot longer than and she looked at me and she goes oh what do you need i was like oh i'm just getting cupcakes she goes go ahead i'm gonna take a while and i go you can take as long as you want and she goes no please and so katie holmes let me cut her in line at alice's teacup so (laughs) i i am a powerful witch as that's that's my credential this week Yeah, and and what's amazing is we have been to a coffee shop together, Lauren, where the cashier just was describing to us that Katie Holmes had just Mm -hmm. been there, but Mm -hmm. she didn't really know her name. And she said the girl from Dawson's Creek. And we were both trying to play it cool, like, oh, maybe we know who you mean. Um, Maybe, like, could be. So, like, where did she sit? And does she come here a lot? And, like, what's (laughs) going on? (laughs) Like, what time of the day? How many times a week? (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. What does she order? Mm -hmm. I'll order it. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then I also have my full set of Funko Pop mm-hmm. uh, Dawson's Creek characters that, of course, Lauren bought me. And I, <laughs> I, when I eventually get an, another in-person job, it is my dream to bring them in and put them on my desk. And just so everyone gets what's going on from day one. Yeah, 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 yeah. As you should. As you yeah. should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just so people know you the moment they see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the One Tree Hill t-shirt you'll walk into the office wearing will be the first <laughs> sign, but this will definitely help. But Emily, right. what are what are your connections, your credentials to the world of Dawson's Creek? Oh, man. I will say now as a journalist, I have had the chance to interview most of the cast. Of course, now, <laughs> of course, okay. now it's very much like, no, this is off limits to talk about. Um, because they just don't want, I mean, they just don't want to talk about it anymore. And I I get it. I I can respect it a hundred percent. I mean, it's hard for me. It's hard Mm -hmm. for me not to. I recently just did an interview with one, someone behind the scenes. And I don't even want to say this because I don't want to, the story's not out yet. So I don't want to. Okay. 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 Um, but they talked a lot about behind the scenes and working in the writer's room. And for me, I think the first time it became part of my life outside of as a fan, I went to Austin TV festival at ATX and mm. they had a writer's room reunion with all the writers were there and like <gasps> Julie Pleck and Greg Belanche, you know, oh. all the, they were all sitting there and talking about it and telling these stories. And I was just like in awe of it because mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the audience, like you guys created my childhood, like could not, oh. could not handle it. It was like, I was, I was like out of body. Of out of body experience. 
Oh my God. I am like have chills just thinking about it. <laughs> what a wow. beautiful thing. What a beautiful wow. thing. It now, really is. If there are any psychopaths listening to this podcast <laughs> who either don't know or don't remember what Dawson's Creek was, just a quick little refresher. Dawson's sure. Creek uh, is an American teen drama that was on the WB that followed the lives of a close-knit group of friends in the fictional town of Capeside, Massachusetts. It ran from 1998 to 2003 and starred James Vanderbeek as Dawson. Katie Holmes as his best friend and love interest, Joey. Michelle Williams as Jen Lindley, a New York City transplant to Cape Side. And of course, love of my life, Joshua Jackson as their friend, Pacey Witter. It's a great intro. That's a great, a great <laughs> one-liner. Yes. And I will say for anyone who has watched, has, either has or hasn't, like do mm-hmm. yourself a favor and YouTube um, the WB commercials back in the day when they're all like oh, hanging yeah. out with like, the other mm-hmm. WB hotties, so it's like mm-hmm. it's like Pacey and Buffy hanging out together. Like those commercials oh. were the best. We love them, and that's we we were recently rewatching them and dis- and remembered that Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes f- first crossed Katie paths in- on that back lot together. Uh, we were like, they it goes sure all- it goes all the way back, man. It goes because all the way back. I- understood one of the reasons they were never super public among many smart reasons was mm-hmm. that tom cruise would be mad because he felt they introduced them but sorry tom didn't tom, see no, you, you on didn't. that wb backlot with exactly. michigan j frog <laughs> didn't see ya. it's like they belong to the same sorority or fraternity right like it's exactly. like that production of godspell in canada that like all of canadian com- comedy royalty was in, exactly you know? Mm-hmm. And Carrie Russell was in all these things somehow. <laughs> somehow, yeah, she was. somehow. She was in every single one of them. It's wild. Well, I think it's obvious that you clearly know your Dawson's Creek. And I think it's time to put your knowledge to the test. Are you ready to play our first game? I'm ready. I'm nervous. This game is called Dawson's Quotes. And I'm going to give you a quote from the show. And I'm going to see if you can guess which character said it. I'm so terrified. I think you're going to be great. I think you're going to be great. All right, this first one, I feel like more than one teenager in the Midwest has this tattoo and they regret it. But our first quote is, edge is fleeting, heart lasts forever. Who said it? I honestly have no idea. I would assume it's Dawson. Yeah, you would su- yeah. assume correctly. <laughs> it sounds absolutely Dawson. That Dawson would say. <laughs> A hundred percent. And it also just feels like somebody would think it was ironic to get the tattoo and not realize how they were proving the point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one. True love is always fueled by lust. Hmm. Maybe Joey? Interesting. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Okay. Is it Pacey? Ooh, that one I would have. I, I feel could like it see. could have gone either way. To be honest, I feel like it would sounds like something Joey may have seen said to Dawson in like season one when he was like against sex being and everything. Oh, okay, mm. we love to show. We love to show mm. your work. We love to show your work. It was actually an a relatively early Jen quote. That's oh, Jen. I should have known that. I should have known that. Yeah, you know, they really just wanted us to never forget that Jen had sex first. Like, that was something they never wanted to forget. It was reminded in every episode of the first season. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, it's it's really uh, uh, unhinged. But okay, here's the next quote. You're doing great. You're doing great. This next quote is, 
Don't let yourself get so angry that you stop loving because one day you will wake up from that anger and the person you love won't be around anymore. She's heavy. Some heavy, heavy quotes from the creek. Joey. Yeah. She was heavy. It's probably to Dawson when his mom was like cheating, I assume, because her she I remember her getting so upset mm-hmm. being like, at least you have a mom. <laughs> yeah. Joey, her quotes, especially out of context, are just so heavy and yeah. dark. She's yeah. like the epitome of ennui, man. <laughs> She's dramatic. And speaking of Joey, here's a quote about Joey. Because you're beautiful and you don't know it. Because you're smart and you don't believe it. You're the kind of girl that guys never get over. Joey, you're the kind of girl that other girls get compared to. Who said it? Jen? No. But I mm. but but it's yeah. but I get why you would say it. This is kind of a trick one. It was Audrey. Joey's college ah. roommate played by Busy oh, Phillips. I should have known that. Okay. And of course, Jane's yeah. IRL best friend. Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and it's because Audrey was dating Pacey and they That's were having right. some issues. Fun fact about that, the mm-hmm. outfit that Audrey wore in the Halloween episode where her and Pacey break up, that really nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My ex, who is one of my best friends now, um, he actually bought me the screen-worn <gasps> outfit and it's hanging in my closet. <laughs> wow. And the tank top is literally... The tank top is the smallest thing I've ever seen in my life. I have no idea how anyone so, in it. Wow. I I imagine ex is an ex-husband because you immediately got married and then realized it was too quick. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what else I don't know what else to do after someone gives you the perfect gift. I know. Oh god, I know. Ex-boyfriend of eight years. But yes, great, okay. a good friend and obviously knows me more than anyone. Obviously. <laughs> so. oh, a good oh, wow, person. Wow, wow. I <laughs> I could cry right now because that's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. I love it. Lauren, do you need a minute? No, I'll be Should okay. we all meet back here in about a half hour? I'll be okay. We got to push through. We got to push through for the creek. All right. This next quote. <laughs> Whew, this next quote. You always tease the ones you love and you always have to deal with the ones you used to love. Joey. Pacey. Sec- I thought that oh. the second... I think the second part is Joey. I think he says you always... I'm 100% sure. I'm going to push back on you. I'm 100% sure. He, <gasps> sa- he says, you always tease the ones you love. And Joey responds, and you always have to deal with the ones you used to love. I think I we're think both I'm right. I think we're both right, actually. Because <laughs> I think that she says it, and then I think he repeats it to her at another time. I think you're right. I think it's oh, right. I think, right. I'm going to look it up after. I'm yes. gonna have to, now I'm going to have to second guess myself, but I think I think we're both right. I think it might be one that has a callback. It's exciting. Listeners, tune into our IG this week. Yeah. We'll be sorting this out. But I always, I unfortunately, you always tease the ones you love, unfortunately, made such an impact on my personality. And I fully blame Pacey Witter for that. Anyways, all right, this next one, get ready for it. Love is the hardest of woods to burn. It takes a long, long time to heat up, but it does. <laughs> but it oh does. my gosh, how dramatic. <laughs> the hardest of woods to burn. I mean, but it does. Like, that's really does. not. It feels like, like they <laughs> meant to write more there and they just never got back to it. So, like, Ben died and they were like, we'll just leave it. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Maybe that could be something like Mitch said to Dawson. You're so heading in the right direction. You have the right thought. You're you're oh. on the right track. You're so Man, you're so there. 
close. You're so close. No, all right. You can tell me. Who was it? Grams. Oh, man. Yeah. Should have known. But it does. But it does. deserved better on that one. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) But you know know when she said it, she said it with such vigor that you're like, Uh, yeah, that makes sense. uh, I was probably crying. Oh, yeah. They were like, she'll sell it. It's fine. (laughs) All right. We have one final quote from the creek. And that quote is, letting go isn't a one-time thing. It's something you do every day over and over again. It could literally be any of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truly. Actually, Truly. maybe every episode. <laughs> they may have all said it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess Pacey. This is so close. It's actually his ex, Andy McPhee. Oh, my least favorite character. That's why I would have <gasps> Oh, wow. wow. Love that. We love a tank. We love okay, a tank. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Not what, not what I was planning for, but now that we're here and we got this gift, why do you hate Andy McPhee? I wouldn't say hate. I would just say that the arc between her and Pacey was my least favorite storyline in the whole show. Wow. I thought that <sighs> actor-wise, I think they had great chemistry, so I was like mm-hmm. all about that, but I didn't, I thought the character was annoying. I liked yeah. that they I liked that they didn't shy away from like any mental health struggle because mm-hmm. it's nice that they no shows at that time were talking about that. No, so I was like kudos, no. yeah. kudos for them for having like I remember being so emotional the scene like watching her in her the bathroom where she's like seeing her dead brother. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah. upsetting. But then when it like went off the rails to me when she went away to the hospital and came back and like cheated on Pacey. Yep. No, I was like not I was not so, here for that. <laughs> so I will two things. The first thing is I think that unfortunately poor Andy suffered from the writer's room just no longer being able to deny the hot, hot chemistry between Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson. And I think they Agreed. all were like bah, bah, bah. So we'll there's just that. get through this. My yeah. other my other question to you though is why are you pretending like th- this storyline was worse than Gretchen and Dawson? Because Gretchen Witter is actually canonically pretty horrible. So just a Would question. Would I love Gretchen? Wait. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. This is gonna get this is gonna get spicy. We're, this is spicy. I, you know, I think because you know, and maybe it's because I wanted Pacey with Joey from the beginning that sure. maybe that's why I didn't love the Andy's. Maybe that was like subconsciously part fair, of fair, it. fair, um, fair. And I was like, great, Dawson's with someone else. Like, let this. And I felt that that was very, like, kind of normal that that would happen. That like a girl comes back to town and mm-hmm. she is a girl that he, of course, had a crush on her because he was her best friend's yeah. sister who was like yeah. running around a bit, and she's beautiful and like yeah, she's so, Isles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's like, oh my god, it's Isles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I love, I, I'm with you. I'm here for it. I didn't need it to be Pacey's sister, and I, I didn't know. need Pacey's sister to be 35 years old. I didn't need them to go. Yeah, her going to prom was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, a woman would not do that. Like that was a full blown woman. Like, yeah. and I don't. I'm not trying to be ageist, but I am a teacher, and when I see a full grown woman dating a high schooler, I get alarmed. Even if I know Dawson in real life was in his twenties, the character was a teenager. Doesn't that was matter. a woman. So you did you not like the Miss Jacobs storyline either? I would assume. I mean, uh, I don't know many people who, like, loved well, it. No, but. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I will be on. At the time, I didn't process it as that weird because I was young, you know, and now that I'm probably older than her, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> deeply sick. It's sick. <laughs> I, 
that was the reason I at first it was hard to watch Dawson's Creek at first because my mom was so upset that they would have a storyline about a teacher and a student Fair. having an affair. And so I used to have to sneak to a friend's house to watch it. Um, I'd be like, I'm helping Callie babysit her brothers, and I'd be watching Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Callie when has I, no brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully when she I, had two. When I recently rewatched the pilot with the yeah. aforementioned uh, guy that I watched it with, when I rewatched and it was like they, he said like she's old enough to be someone's mother. I wanted to be like, what? Like that's such a weird thing to say because like mm-hmm, what, what mm-hmm. does that mean and why would they say that? And then he responds like. It's on my own good authority that mothers have good sex lives. And I was like, oh, this oh, is making me yeah, so that's uncomfortable. Rough. That is <laughs> rough. Wow. The, Not age well. Uh, the creek test, The you're really selling this whole, you, you <laughs> won't know if a guy should stay around until he passes the creek test because that's a... That's a, that is a red flag comment right there. <laughs> Whew, boy. Um, all right. Well, while we have our, uh, we all think about that for a moment, let's just take a quick commercial break so we can each digest all of that. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we've digested, and it turns out, still leaves a sour taste in your mouth all these years later. She was definitely abusing power, and it was the (laughs) 90s, so we all looked the other way. We didn't Mm -hmm. understand. We didn't understand. But there were things about the show, Caitlin, that forever yeah. changed you. Okay. Right? I want to talk about this scene, and it's so great that we've backed into this topic already. So, uh, em- Emily, we've been doing a series on different WP shows, and something I just keep getting drawn to is, like, the scenes that, like, made me. Like, the scenes that I just can't stop thinking about. And even though I am, like, forever obsessed with Joey and Pacey, it's actually not one of their scenes that is really lasting with me. And you might either totally agree or disagree because this is a Pacey and Andy scene, but it is their breakup, <laughs> which I think is so amazing. Um, so let's just watch a little bit of that now. To be honest, I told myself a thousand times not to come. So why did you? Because I owe you that much. But I've already told you how sorry I am. What else can I say? There's nothing else to say. So you don't think that you can forgive me? Whether or not I can forgive you, Andy, is not going to be what keeps us apart. 
what you did, our relationship was like this beautiful thing. And I don't think you ever realized how powerful it was. You changed my life, Andy. You were that person for me. You inspired me to be a man that I had only ever dreamed about being. When you first started to get sick, it dawned on me that I might not be that person for you. I can never go back to loving you the way I did, knowing that my love wasn't strong enough the first time around. <laughs> I can always forgive you, Mandy. But I will never forget. But I still love you, Casey. scene i just okay so many things about that it mm -hmm. it really was so mature just to orient the listeners that mm -hmm. uh are not familiar uh, andy has recently like earlier that evening revealed that she uh cheated on pacey when she was away at a, mm -hmm. a mental health facility and i just i remember to me it was being so unexpected of a response mm -hmm. it's such a mature response and this is like also why dawson's creek is kind of funny right like it's 16 mm -hmm. year olds like sitting around talking like 35 year old sometimes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there's this also this like innocence and this like wanting to do what's good by each other mm -hmm. that i just find so endearing it makes me love the show and i grew up watching 90210 and like i like 90210 but it didn't have that spirit of mm -hmm. you basically trust that the main characters are always trying to be good to one another they're not always mm -hmm. succeeding uh but they always are and i I really like, honestly, just even pulling that clip this morning, I was like, you know what? There's a couple situations in my life that this once again applies to. Like, it, it, you can't make something mean something to someone else. And that is eternally frustrating for me personally. <laughs> I wish everything, every relationship, every situation that meant a lot to me should mean the exact same to everyone else. It's great when it does happen, but you, you do have to accept that like it's still valuable, even if it doesn't mean the same thing to them. And in this case, Casey should move on and find someone that it is the, the about. But I just, that is the scene I think of when I think of Dustin's Creek. I, I honestly can't believe Andy's in it either. That's shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, but I actually think this is the moment. I think Pacey probably was the most popular character on the show before this, but I think he became the main character of the show in this episode. And then this is, of course, where we have the arc that begins with Joey. Uh, which the seeds of which were already there, but right. I, I really like that scene actually. And I'm not, like I said, not an Andy, a huge Andy fan, the storyline in general, but I did. I feel like watching that you immediately get taken back to like the heartache of a breakup at 16 or 17 and like how you're, you feel like your whole life is over. And it's like, it's kind of funny. Like you said, it is something that people have always kind of like laughed at with Dawson's Creek is that they all speak like they're 
such adults. They're so mature mm-hmm. sounding. Whereas like, yeah. let's be honest, if a guy like cheated on me in high school, I'm like, bye, don't answer his phone calls. Like we don't have right. a conversation like that because mm-hmm. like, right. I wasn't mature enough. He definitely wasn't mature enough. Like that wasn't happening. But it, it is nice to like be shown like there are some people that are mature enough. And this like mm-hmm. really... I also I thought it really elevated like it did elevate the show for sure to like these aren't just like dumb teenagers like they make stupid mistakes just like everybody but they're also like pretty intelligent people and it really foreshadows what's coming with him and with him and Joey and their connection Mm -hmm. and also that Andy will be that to Pacey but Dawson is that to Joey Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. though Joey and Pacey will be obviously eventually together right 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 I did love, I did, uh, Pacey and how he treated Andy after they broke up is just, it's so lovely. Cause he just like, he never pretends to not care about her, but right. it's also like not from a, he doesn't want anything from her. He just like recognizes like he's, he's grateful for her friendship and for her love and he just cares about her as a person. And I like, I love that. That's also a tough scene when she leaves town and she has to say goodbye to him and yeah. she's so regretful. Ugh. Yeah, one of my favorite episodes is You Had Me a Goodbye when she moves and mm-hmm. they have the like reunion of all of them and they yeah. take that photo that keeps getting shown Ugh. later on, which fun fact, if you go to the finale and you pause it at the end when Dawson's desk shows that photo, it's not actually the photo they took. No. If you want to look, it doesn't even mm-hmm. match up at <laughs> all. It's fine because we all saw it and it's great. Another one of my favorite things, though, is in the episode right before, like shortly before that, when Andy does ecstasy at the rave and she (laughs) ends up in the hospital, uh, the fact that Pacey like stays at the hospital that night. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, because that's what you do. Like, that's what you do. I also like that that the writers, like you said, talked about like mental health awareness with Mm -hmm, her. mm -hmm. They also were like, oh, we also should cover drug use. Let's use Andy. Mm -hmm. And we should also yeah. let's we should also cover like when a guy may maybe sexually assaults you at a party. Let's mm-hmm. do use Andy. Like she had to do all that everything. Oh, no she was yeah. mis- she was Miss After School Special, and we we have to recognize she, I, the fact she wasn't given a special Emmy is really unfortunate. It's tough, and she's a twin. She's a twin <laughs> dealing with twin issues. Oh. <laughs> she couldn't even be the special one because she had a gay twin who was taking up yeah. more time. <laughs> Like, come on. Oh my, God. my God. The McPhees. <sighs> I would have watched a whole spinoff show just called McPhees. Oh, 100%. Same. That the dad, the dad Jack oh. relationship all day. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when Jack brings the guy home and the dad bonds with the guy and not Jack. Oh, so such, good. Jack gets so mad. Such captivating television. I also have brought gay men home that get along better with my father <laughs> than me. <laughs> I I recognize that experience. Relatable. Relatable content. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, that scene, Caitlin. Thank you. I gotta say, and and we've been talking um, all this month about the WB and the fashion. You couldn't see Andy's outfit that well in that scene. You can see it where she she tells him, but it Mm is... It's so perfectly bad. It has that weird seam, like... (laughs) too close to the collarbone like what was that what did people think we were accentuating and then like the tiniest butterfly like Mm -hmm. below her neck it just is like what baby blue and the wb was so real because this shirt doesn't fit her very well no like that's the thing people on television and pretty much of all sizes get their clothes made for them so they all look good Yeah. yeah for some reason the wb was like we're gonna take these 
you know, just like very traditionally attractive people, but we're going to put them in some weird stuff. You're going to be challenged. Yeah, like old Navy, <laughs> not the right sizes. No, no, no. No, it's like what I look like every day. Like, why? It's yeah, <laughs> not what I tune in for. They, in retrospect, they really did put Andy through the ringer. They also yeah. forced her to do a, an episode where she had to have interest in Danny Roberts from Real World New Orleans. And right. She was forced to think that he didn't speak English and only French. And right. Like, is he going to address this on Homecoming? Is there I still hope time? so. I'm going to need I'm going to need a comment from him because I recently rewatched that episode and I was like, what were we doing? I'm Who gonna came email up with this Danny. plan? I'm going to email Danny. Please do. I need to know. I need to know Danny's thoughts. I need to know, like, did they provide him with counseling before and after to prepare him for like the hat trick he had to do where he was supposed to play? I upon rewatch, I'm like, my God, what was happening there? And he she didn't speak, asked. like, the whole episode, right? No, he didn't and then speak he, until the end because she didn't know he speak, like, spoke English. And then she's like, oh, my God, you spoke English the whole time. And then they kiss. It's so Why weird. was that happening in the 90s all the time? I don't like, know. That's the end of Rush Hour, too. He's like, oh, I speak English. Like, what? What? <laughs> At the late 90s, <laughs> like, they were the, like, the it'll twist. be great if someone speaks English at the end. <laughs> <laughs> My point is they must not have wanted pay. They probably were like, okay, you only get paid X amount if he has this many lines. So how can we have him in the whole episode without having him speak? It would still be an under five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's such a weird premise. And like, yeah, I don't know. But with the homecoming on, I was like, I got to go back and rewatch his episode of Dawson's Creek. And I was like, it's just as weird as I remember. That's a fun yeah. episode, though. That is it's a fun so episode. Fun. <laughs> it's so weird. It almost feels like a like their attempt at like a backdoor pilot for like, what if we did like the 90210 beach season? But with totally. Dawson's Creek. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Dawson's Creek doesn't take on cameos and guest stars as seamlessly as like no. a Gossip Girl or 90210 because you're like, why are they no. in Cape Side? Who? <laughs> what? <laughs> They're like, you don't just visit Cape Side. Like, you're not coming to the beach. Yeah. You're not coming to the city. There's nothing to do. You don't just show up yeah. there. These two French guys are backpacking through Cape Side? Come on. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. It would have been so much like, I forget if this came out. Did he do this before or after he was on? real world it had to have been after after right. it's it just, had to it's have just been, right? a cameo yeah so yeah. it would have made more sense for him to be like i've just been joshing with you the whole time i'm danny from the real world like that would have made way more sense totally that actually would have made sense if he was like i you're just the only one that doesn't watch mtv or something yeah. like some yeah. joke to that end and he's but... like i'm just trying to hide from the fans like come on you know what's funny is something that i never really thought of this but i feel like a lot of those shows never and people show TV shows do this now where they like lean yeah. into what's going on in pop culture. Yeah. Like they say, you know, like, oh, so and so, you, you know them from the real world. Like that would make mm-hmm. sense. Dawson's Creek never did that. Never. The only time I can even think about it is when Hillary Burton popped up in the Chad Michael Murray episode and is like, pretending right. he's from someone from Hanson or something. Yep. Like she like told, told Katie that yeah. Holmes that he was someone from Hanson. And like that's the only time they ever like bring up anything in the real world, minus like Spielberg well, movies. I guess Doctor. Right. I guess Love Line. They did do that one <laughs> beautiful episode of where they were all in the audience. Well, rightfully so. It's a hard episode to remember exists when Doctor Drew's there giving advice. It's really tough. For, it's really tough for me to think of that. Yeah, that's one supporting actor that came in and did a great job was Eddie, of course. Uh, what's Oliver his name? Hudson. Hudson. The Hudson. Oliver Hudson. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Man can get it. <laughs> Oliver Hudson 
I love him so much and I feel like it's unfair that none of his show like none of his roles or none of his shows have like quite hit but like it hits for me. He's always hitting for well, me. Well, you know what so. his show is, the host, he always is a home run for me so I'm yeah, down same. but his show now his show now on Fox the cleaning lady just got renewed for a second season so oh, good for him. Okay. I haven't checked that one out yet. I will say I was into that one he did with Jenna Fisher. I've seen every frame in every episode of Nashville. You know, mm-hmm. I watch the mountain every frame, every frame. I freeze it. <laughs> I, I think about it. I pray on it. I actually listen to his podcast. He's a podcast with Joe Buck that I listen to. And I actually enjoy it. Oh, my gosh. Anything he does. That's what it, that it's is really wild. Well, now I am. Anywhere. Now I, yeah, I, literally anywhere. Like, where are you going, bro? With Joe Buck? Is it a baseball podcast? It's called Daddy Issues. And they both okay. have <laughs> So yes, you need to go listen to it. It's okay. so fun. Well, it's so fun. I like that I'm promoting their podcast now. But I love yeah, it. Well, really promote fun. away. If anyone listening knows how to hook us up with a <laughs> cameo from Daddy Issues, let us know. Caitlin, I hope you realize now when you check my availability, I will be busy for the next week as I do nothing but listen to Daddy Issues. <laughs> Yeah, you just added a new color for your conflicts. Mm-hmm. It's a yep. new orange for listening to daddy issues. And it's every day. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All day. Uh, okay. Well, here, let's, I think we got to move on to another we, game. We do. Um, we do. Thank you guys right. for indulging me. Of course. Emily, I, you couldn't be a gal after my own heart any more than you are as a Dawson's super fan. Uh, but you also host Reality Rundown with Mark Long about the challenge which is absolutely one of my most favorite things really oh my gosh oh, yeah yes. the challenge is like one of the challenge is like the, one of the top things for me which is crazy because i'm just a diehard fan and it's literally just yeah. watching ridiculous people do ridiculous things oh. and i don't care i love it's it. not even i mean I, i'm interested to get your take like what the show it defies kind of explanation at this point for people that aren't already in like there's I don't I'm curious what you would think the inroad would be because obviously it famously started as real world road rules challenge it is now there's all these different reality stars that right. come on but it's different than survivor it's different even though it's just different every season too it's so <laughs> every season is different i always say it's like survivor if you like like a little more loose a little sleazier reality tv because mm. you get the competitions. The competitions on a challenge are no joke at all. No, but, no, no. But the hookups and the fighting is like, oh, just such good TV. And in some cases, the like 25 years of drama. <laughs> like, that's the other thing. Like, these people exactly. have just known each other for so long. One thousand percent. It's like a never ending high school reunion that takes place at like a corporate trust retreat, you know? I mean, guys, I, I got to tell you, this weekend was so the challenge All Stars three is now on Paramount Plus, and yes. I this weekend they had a premiere party in LA, and I went to a beach house with the cast to I'm celebrate obsessed. the premiere, and it was the wildest oh thing. And it's exactly it's exactly what you just said. It's literally just watching a high school reunion. I was just like sitting in the corner with my seltzer, just watching everybody for two hours. Oh, it, there's nothing like it. I mean, in the deliberation for this past week they're like well these three were on real world austin together we got to break them up i mean they're talking about something from 2006 and they aren't the oldest people there at all i mean mark long is 50 years old and this guy looks better than every single person there oh he's he's a one percenter on looks (laughs) and they try to get rid of him forget it he's the Mm -hmm. one that started ogs yeah exactly we love so i I just want to play a game with you called 
Dawson's Challenge. It's this easy. I'm going to give you a character from Dawson's Creek. You're going to give me a comp to the challenge world. And, you know, just describe how you think they'd go about playing this beloved game. And if you feel like they would have had a background of being on Real World or Big Brother, say it. Or if they're random, don't forget, there's people that have just been randomly cast on this show. There's also people from Geordie Shore. It is absolutely one of the wildest experiences. But... It's on to season 38. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so let's just start out with the man himself, Dawson. How would Dawson play the challenge? Who would he be similar to? Okay, Dawson, very good at puzzles. Mm-hmm. Not so great at the, at the physical competition, but plays such a good, smart game. Like, kind of almost like a Devin. Devin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Devin. Yep. Yep. But... But also, Devin is a little more physically fit than I would think Dawson would be. Not in shape, yeah. obviously. James Vanderbeek's in shape, and Dawson always was. But I, I just can't imagine that he was like lifting and working out in between seasons. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They they start to mm-hmm. they start to train specifically for the challenge, right. so that's mm-hmm. a different level of fitness. I was gonna say Devin as well. He's not as evil as Devin can be. <laughs> right. but I think the challenge could push him to it. The thing mm-hmm. is, we haven't seen Dawson in this environment. I, you know who I also would say almost in a way a Nelson situation, which <laughs> this is why, because Nelson literally puts his friendships before the game, which is the whole yes. point of your being there is to win money. <laughs> yeah. And like his friendships literally have ruined his chances of winning multiple times. <laughs> that Dawson. Dawson's like, I'll sacrifice myself. Like, okay, well, you shouldn't be here then. <laughs> Well, absolutely, because Nelson sees him as himself as a hero of a movie, yes. and that's how Dawson yeah. sees himself. So that's 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 very apt. Uh, all right, let's move along to Pacey. How is Pacey going to play the challenge? Oh man, I'm trying to think of like who do I love that I... he's 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 a harder one actually. He yeah. is a harder one because Dawson I can like poke fun of, and Pacey I'm like, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe Pacey is like a Corey. Mm. And Cor- and Corey and Nelson, famously best friends. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because Corey, he was a he was a bit of a playboy there for a while, and hooked up with almost everyone, every woman on the show at one point. Yeah, a wild but, spectrum of women. But once he settled down and now has three children, he or two and one do in a week. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he calmed down. He's still one of the best looking guys on the show. Mm, very absolutely. in shape everyone wants to work with him and he doesn't yeah. fake it for anyone he doesn't like we love he, that like, if the, when the vets come in and are acting all cool he's like yeah no i'm not impressed with you pacey would never be impressed with someone like that no and you know what very similarly to something we've already discussed cool with all the exes oh, yeah. he hooked up with so anisa he cool still works with, with her he's good with shy he's good with everybody yeah mm. it, absolutely such i yeah all right. I feel like I feel like I feel like that's good. Wow, Corey, Corey and Nelson. Now we need a sit down between Corey and Nelson and James Vanderbilt <laughs> and Joshua. Jones. Immediately, immediately, it has to happen. It has to happen. Oh my god! All right, Jen Lindley. How is Jen going to play in the challenge? <laughs> I don't want to be mean. I'm like, Who no, can I but have? you got to be honest. You know, it's not mean if it's true. You know, I walk, watching back. I really I like Jen a lot more. I did not like Jen at, when. The regular I know show what you mean. On, which I guess was a po- I think that was kind of the point. I don't think we were supposed to really like her. I never really liked Jen, but I always loved Michelle Williams. Same. Of course. Absolutely. Every movie she's in, I'm like obsessed with. So I was always like 
she's such a good actor. I wish her character was different. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I always yeah. felt. Right. Yeah. Um, who would Jen be? Oh, this is a tough is a, one. It is hard because she reminds you every 10 seconds that she's from New York. I know. And that's a hard but energy. But everyone on the chat. Everyone on the challenge is like annoying that's from New York. She's so sweet. Jen is sweet at the core. Mm-hmm. But she will constantly remind you where she came from. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if this person will ever be on the challenge again, but Marie does that all the time. <laughs> yeah, but Marie is, is so in your face. I feel like if a girl, if someone got drunk and started yelling at Jen, she would be like, bye and leave, yeah. walk out of the room. She would not like fight somebody. Marie, I would be afraid to get on Marie's bad side. Oh, a thousand percent. Maybe like Melinda. Okay. Melinda. Yeah. Nice girl. But pretty badass. Like pretty badass. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it feels like there could have been a a Danny along the way for Jen. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A thousand percent. Maybe it was Jensen Ackles was her Danny. Remember? Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, wow, 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 wow. My brain is exploding. My brain is exploding. Oh wow. wow! And I love Melinda so much. So I'm like, oh, Melinda's she, wonderful. She's amazing, and they're both like gorgeous. So I'm like, that's fine. And of course, Joey. <sighs> yeah, I've been trying to think of who Joey would be. <sighs> Man, it's really tough for me because she's not. Joey could never do a challenge. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. No. <laughs> oh. Okay. <gasps> oh wait. I have a comp. You guys tell me for this. You tell me. what. Co- yeah, what are her comps? Well, she's a little bit of a comp to Cameron from San Diego who like did one or two and was out on the first time ever. Then she did Southern. <laughs> Southern oh. Southern, Southern, Southern. Okay. <laughs> like she's someone <laughs> audiences like, but they're like, this is not right for you. Right. Like you're sweet. Like almost like a Kendall situation. Like now we see Kendall time and yeah. time again. And it's like, you're nice, but like. Do you belong on the challenge? I don't know. Right. Lauren, did you have a... Well, I don't... I I don't even remember if this person ever did the challenge. But when you said that she would never do the challenge, I was like, well, maybe it's just someone from the real world. Yes, that's what I was Oeuvre. thinking. Yeah. yeah. And so I was thinking Julie Gentry from the OG in New York. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 I could see that maybe. Similar hair, too. Yeah. And like... Especially like in homecoming, like her 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 evolution yeah. feels sure. like real Joey vibes. I don't know. No, she never did challenge, which is kind of crazy. No, she never did. You know who else? John A. Oh yeah, was, oh, like yeah. now such a beast. But remember before she was like quite a wallflower and like yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, she, I mean, she yeah. was like completely overlooked by Zach, unfortunately, mm-hmm. just like walked all over her. But Oof. now she's so great. But like. Or even like a Natalie Negrotti, mm-hmm. because she's mm-hmm. a nice mm-hmm. girl who then was really good at competitions. I don't know. I feel like Joey would yeah. obviously be really good at puzzles. Right. And yeah. and finally, I think there's a lot maybe that could a lot of weird questions you could go here, but Audrey. Mm. Oh, like Tori Deal. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't care about what anyone thinks. I'm doing what I'm gonna do. But mm-hmm. a super loyal friend. Like the people she loves, she but, like loves chaotically. To, like, like actually i never really realized how much dawson and audrey have in common except for through this <laughs> exercise of like chaotic mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. chaotic even, like, loyalty even like tori meets like Cara maria 
Wow. Because like mm. th- that's an extreme, but Audrey gets pretty extreme. So mm-hmm. uh, she, I mean, she drives a car into Dawson's house. So. True. Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for playing Emily. Thank you for playing Dawson's challenge. It's probably so been good. the best that time was, of my life. Oh, absolutely. That was my favorite game I've ever played. <laughs> I'm going to be playing this at every party I go to now. <laughs> great. Great. Amazing. Uh, we're going to take a break so Caitlin can compose herself and we'll be right back. Never will. All right, we are back. And Emily, I tonight for my thesis, I just want to use it as a time to pitch you something because I feel like I I have an idea. I really believe in it. And I feel like this is my my shot to really get it in front of an expert who's going to know if it has legs or not. And, you know, something we often are talking about on the show is like what shows should and shouldn't be rebooted, revisited, reexamined. And as you mentioned earlier, obviously, this was a star maker like Katie Holmes, Joshua Jackson, Michelle Williams, they don't got the time. They don't got the energy. (laughs) They're not coming back to do a reboot. They don't need it. But I think we need to go back to Cape Side. So I have a pitch for how we do it. And it's okay that that Jen Lindley died because we don't need her in this version. In fact, the fact that Jen Lindley is dead is the whole heartbeat of my idea so my pitch is oh my gosh that we don't even call it dawson's creek we don't call it (gasps) creek anything we're calling this cape side just cape side we're calling it cape side and here's what i know i know that this year amy jen's daughter is 15 in the year 2022 right because she was born in 2007 so this is the moment we need to get to cape side and guess what Doug is still there by Jack's side. They're still raising that little girl because, you know, Kerr Smith's going to say yes. He did at least a f- one season on Riverdale. He's going to say no to Cape Side. Sorry, Kerr. You're not saying no. I know you're not. And, you know, if if Doug Witter isn't available, we can, you know, come up with a story he's for available. why they're not together. <laughs> but he's available, right? He's available. So and how cool is it? Because one of the, uh, you know, and one of the things that can be so fun is like, it's one of those like the more things change, the more they stay the same. So it's like, it's we are seeing Gen Z and Cape Side is different. And like, maybe Amy's non-binary and like having a much easier time than Jack ever did. Or like, maybe they're queer. You're like, but just because some things are better, there's also still so many things. Like, so it's that dichotomy, right? Of like, I'm obsessed with this. Yeah. Right. And then we have such a fun opportunity because if it's Cape side, we can invite in whoever is available. Like we could still see the Potter B and B, right? Of course. And the, um, her best's son and Dawson's little sister, they're like the right age to be like a couple years older than Amy and like around. And so we can also see them. And like, I bet you that they're like, the like the surrogate big brother and big sister to amy in this scenario so we can have like you know what i mean and like so many right there and god bless her grams is still alive like that's a spoiler alert she was so 
I mean, but I mean, the actress she was, so was young. the same age as yeah. all the other parents. Oh, yeah. Mary <laughs> Beth Hill is so young. They just did her makeup like she was a ghost. And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Mary, I'll, that Mary Margaret Mary Beth, and John mm-hmm. Musley Ship, like the two of them, Gail and Mitch, would so be down. Well, yeah. So, Mitch, Mitch would have to be a ghost, unfortunately. But, I know, but yeah. like he could be, he could, sh- I'm just saying he could show yes. up in, you know, her memory or whatever. And it's not even one of those weird things because like it makes sense. Like Dawson's in LA. Like we can learn about what he's doing, but it's not weird. We're not seeing him because why would he still live in Cape Side? It's not weird. Ja- Joey and, and Pacey left for New York. So like the way they ended it, it's perfect. We don't, we already know where everyone else is. We're not going to be worried about it, but the door is open for if the show does really well and they all decide to have fun. Like we could get a moment because like, Doug is Pacey's brother. Joey's sister still lives there. Like, there's so many reasons right. why they could, but all the reasons in the world why they don't have to. Yes, yeah. yeah I love a show that exists in the same universe as something mm-hmm. because, like, I look at like Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Like, yes. let's be honest, Joshua Jackson's not showing up on that anytime soon. But there's like this hope in our mind that like he could because he's still he's mentioned Charlie's mentioned, mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. we know he's still around. So fa- that keeps people coming in. Yeah. And, and did you, I'm, I don't know if it's true or not, but I do believe that if it weren't for the COVID screwing up the production schedule, that he would have done a day on set for Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah. Because Dr. Death got pushed back. So he yeah. was doing that. Everything, everything got rearranged. And so there, they, I do believe that he was going to, cause it, it's, it's Canada. It's Mighty Ducks. He's going to drop in for a day and do like a line. Well, so I'll make this little tease and I have a plug for my own. I recently okay, spoke to okay. him for Dr. Death Story and it's via Zoom and we'll, I'll be sharing it soon. And okay. um, because they're doing a push for Emmys. Oh my God. I love I'm Dr. Sweating. Death, by the I'm, way. And I asked about Mighty Ducks because I was okay. like, you know, what makes you choose a role? What doesn't make you yeah. go back and, you know, put on your hockey mm-hmm. gear again and kind of joked about it. And he, you know, he gave me a good answer about why why he didn't decide decided not to go back. So <gasps> stay tuned for that. <laughs> That's my wow. little tease. <laughs> wow. Also, <laughs> like, how did you keep functioning after interview? Like, after you talked to Joshua Jackson, like, how do you keep going about living your daily life? I, I've gotten the opportunity to talk to him multiple times. And I think the first time, like I couldn't I tell you what happened because I like pretty much blacked out. And Every then day. I like got so into him as an actor that I was like, Oh, right. I'm so I'm like very, yes. very interested in his like craft. The last time we spoke, he remembered who I was. And then I was like, Oh, this is a big deal. <laughs> so maybe we'll become best friends and I'll just hang out with him and his wife. Like well, I'm obsessed with her too now. So Yeah, same. Uh for my birthday, Caitlin actually had um one of the images from their J Crew ad put on canvas for me. Because <laughs> I love them. I love them that much. <laughs> That's incredible. That photo shoot was amazing. Well, I will say the same guy who got me the got me the amazing gift. We did Valentine's Day. He got me tickets to when Josh was on Broadway. And so we went to the Broadway show. I was like, cause he just oh, knows. Oh yeah, we that, also like, went my- to that. We, yeah, this whole podcast started after we saw that show and we were like, how are we going to meet Joshua Jackson? And we were like, long con it. Do a, bi- do a podcast. Talk about him all the time. Eventually it'll happen. Did you, you didn't wait. Did you wait outside to meet him after the Broadway show? No, that no. we, that, that felt like the cheat code and that doesn't feel like what, how we need it to happen. I would rather just keep 
emailing his publicist and getting rejected um, okay. than stand outside. I like, okay. you know, but, you know, yeah. teach their own. I do have a question. This yeah. perfect, this your best friend that you broke up with, what's his deal? <laughs> How is he so perfect? What's he got? He out there just buying Joshua Jackson and Dawson's Does he have a number that like, Lauren could yeah. like, maybe have? <laughs> Well, yeah. So that was my whole uh, my That's whole thesis genius, tonight Lauren. is that the only way we can return is to return to Cape Side, and that is That's the so reboot smart. I think we need. And you I think- need to start tweeting this out at like Julie Pluck and Greg Berlanti and all of them at the powers that be, and I will share it and I will back you any way I can. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, so wow. you you feel this is this is our way. This is our road home, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I love I love a show about uh, that's bait that has a town name. I'm all about right? that. I feel that strongly. Like, I love them. like Tree Hill, One Tree Hill, obviously, like was yeah. one of the one of the better ones. Um, Everwood. Dawson's Creek. I never liked. I, uh, I never loved the title Dawson's Creek because I didn't think it was about Dawson. I understand why it was called that, but I didn't. It yeah. wasn't about Dawson to me. So, yeah, Word. Nashville. Oh, so many good mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Anyways, Emily, thank you so much. This you, has been a delight. I it's a, it's better for you that you're on the other side of the country because now that we've met you, there's no there's I don't think we've ever felt more connected or you know wanted okay, to just come on out come out to L A. Well, okay. I've been here for two weeks. I I just moved here from New York two weeks ago. Oh, wow. so. oh wow. it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you so much for having me on. Thanks so much for agreeing to be on. For all of our stands that want to start standing you, where should they be following you and looking for your stuff? Yeah, it's easy at Emily Longaretta on all platforms. Um, and then, yeah, you can head to variety.com and I'll, I'm on there all the time. Lots of stories. Yay! And watch this space because we will be dissecting that Dr. Death content real soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, Stan Stans, this concludes WB Madness. Thank you for suggesting it. Thank you for being with us on the journey. It was a wild, wild and, ride. And a special shout out to the Stan Stans who suggested things that they then turned out not to have any connection to, but <laughs> thought it would be fun. Um, y'all are some wild, wild folks, and your DMs have been nothing short of delightful for this past month. So we look absolutely. forward to doing more. Or madness in the future so you know come on over to we stand social on instagram and keep on giving us those hot hot takes so because we're hungry for them <laughs> all right we love you stan stan see ya Bye. Bye.